0: Hey Corey, it's July second, twenty seventeen. And uh this is the machination log accountability team check-in. The MLAT. The MLAT. Horrible name. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Makes it sound like a standardized test. It was so bad. But I, I need to get better at naming things. Right now I don't place enough importance on on getting the name. I'm just like, okay, the thing's gotta get done. Oh yeah, the name. Uh 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 hmm. Okay, uh eh. I found a name that's pretty bad, but we're just going to roll with it because I don't have any time to to name things. But
0: It works okay for now.
1: In the future. And it is a
0: test of sorts anyway, so by the spirit of the law, I think it's okay. Yeah,
1: and and also speaking of the test, um, the email address that everybody is getting emails from me from is like some kind of horrible email address with the word test in it. It's like, what? What is this? It's mlogtest5 at gmail.com. Horrible email address, but yeah. Well, we'll
0: have in the future either we'll actually host the damn thing ourselves, or um there I do actually now own machinationlog at gmail.com
1: Oh, perfect. Which was a long
0: time coming. I don't sure. know why I waited so long to do that. I guess part of it's because I can't really. I don't think I can transfer the YouTube videos to the other channel, mm-hmm. and I don't want to lose. I don't want to lose the subscriber base mm-hmm. on that channel because yeah. it's just a pain in the ass to deal with all that stuff. So that gets tall, still go to actualgarbage.net at gmail.com. But, <laughs> but in the future, I'm, I'm going to start uh, migrating that over just so that the naming, so that we're on brand at all points uh, in the spectrum. Sure, sure. Um, but uh, how is MLAT going? How did the pitch work out? How, uh, what's, what's it looking like? What's the prospectus?
1: I was thinking about this yesterday, and so far it's gone beyond any reasonable expectations that I've had for it. Um, I think I told you at some point that I was, I would have been all right if it was just me doing it. Um, To have 10 people on board is crazy. Like, I'm very excited about that fact. I'm very excited that the pitch ended up working for a couple people, and some people are excited about actually partaking in these habits alongside me. And they actually set up some pretty good consequences, too. If they screw up so I'm super pumped about this whole thing
0: all in spite of the fact that that pitch got technically flubbed
1: um in what sense what with the audio oh yeah that's right so I had I had a microphone I had a lapel mic but a couple weeks prior I screwed myself over by turning off some kind of filter that you told me about on the microphone
0: yeah um the the lapel mics we use over here at the machination log they're um the Rode smart mics. They're mm-hmm. relatively well-reviewed, uh, non-XLR. They're just like their regular 35 millimeter jack lapel mics. And they're designed for single-person use, yeah. which in this case was perfect. And I plugged them into very, very inexpensive Sony recorders. The whole point of doing this setup is that it's very inexpensive, yeah. and it's also extremely portable. And you
1: have four of them, too.
0: Yeah. I, they are cheap enough that it was not hard to justify buying four of these mm-hmm. setups because – that allows you, as we've done on a couple of different Mac logs, um, it allows you to do something you cannot do without a third party, which is walk around. Yes. Um, even though the the quartz crystals that are keeping track of time in the Sony recorders are not fantastic because they're like $30 recorders, yeah. um, you can sync all that stuff up after the fact. And you can get conversations that otherwise you would have to sit down for, even if you had high-end equipment because if you had like wireless lapel mics someone's got to wear the transponder for them. Mm-hmm. Like it's that's a that's a hassle I would rather not. Instead, you just you put the thing in your pocket, you put the lapel mic on and you you sync it all up later. Caveat with this, of course, is that those Sony recorders are very inexpensive. <laughs> sure. Um so they have a lot of post-processing features you can turn on in the interest of like cutting out noise in noisy places or for they have a bunch of features, and almost all of them radically degrade the sound mm-hmm. um, because they expect you to be plugging either to be using the microphone on the Sony recorder itself, which is not great, or to be plugging relatively shitty microphones into it. And those Rode mics are actually really, really good.
1: So what you're doing is you're disabling all of those extra features. I turn features on all the thing? that stuff off because it doesn't, because okay. those mics don't need them. And I think this is where I screwed up. So I, I think I was using one of those record. In fact, I know I was using one of those recorders a couple weeks ago. And in my excitement about using them, I think I, I may have turned off one of the, one of the or turned on one of the features on that microphone that I shouldn't have. Objection, touched. speculation,
0: but one way or the other, yeah, yeah, your microphone had like a low pass filter That's turned on happened. and a bunch of shit. So, and so
1: that that got screwed up. We ditched that audio because I I was too lazy to re-record the whole thing, yeah. and we just used the backup audio on on my camera. Yeah, which and was totally works, audible. Okay. I mean, sure. it's
0: you know, letter. If if we're just trying to get the sound. Mm-hmm. You're perfectly intelligible. Yeah. It yeah. just doesn't sound pretty the way that I want it to because I'm the AV guy.
1: Of course, yeah. <laughs> uh, so so that's, that's been, coming back to this whole thing, I think that's been the theme throughout the whole production of this MLAT thing. It's kind of rough around the edges. <laughs> yeah. The whole thing. is kind of rough around the edges, but I'm, I'm totally okay with that. Um, it's month one. Yes. And to have it getting off the ground like this and to have people tracking their habits and to set up the consequences like that, I think that's what's important at this point. And, and I'm learning like I'm, I'm, I'm learning what could be different. And I, I expect to continue to learn. Um, there is there's something I'm kind of worried about, actually, um, that I'm learning this morning that we can we can talk about a little bit more now.
0: Well, let's get to it. Okay,
1: yeah. So, so what I'm worried about is, oh no, what happens if people don't actually track the habits that they said that they're going to track? Um, So, so that's that's one of the points of failure of this whole thing. Just
0: straight up attrition.
1: Yes, exactly. So, so and this is actually this is largely my fault, right? Because the the reason I say that is because I've made it pretty difficult for people to go in and update the spreadsheet every single time that they need to do this it should be easier than that they should be able to just click a button on their phone or something like that and say and have the phone say to them did you hit this goal for the day yes no or it didn't apply and then say the same thing for the other two click a button done right now what they have to do is load the google doc the spreadsheet which takes a couple seconds to do it and 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 I'm not being sarcastic when I say a couple seconds, like that's a big point of friction right there. Um, and also... Well, and th-
0: phones don't play nice with that software that's anyway correct. if you're going to be using a phone. That's
1: correct. So, so when I set this whole thing up, I was thinking about how I do this kind of stuff, which is to use a computer. But I know that not everybody uses a computer. In fact, not, e- not everybody even has a computer because most of the stuff that people can do is just on the phone. So that's where this thing ultimately needs to be. It needs to be accessible by phone. I haven't set it up like that right now. So uh, that could be a point of failure of this whole thing. If people find it difficult and cumbersome to go in and update that spreadsheet, this whole thing could just fall apart. And that's, that's something that's kind of scary to me.
0: Well, that's okay because the first round's allowed to be a failure.
1: Yeah, yeah, you think so? I think so. Okay. Uh, well, I, I think I, that's okay. I checked this morning and of the of the 10 people in the group, we have 6 updates so far. 6 updates for Saturday.
0: Hopefully one of those was mine.
1: It was. Okay. Yes. Um That means I did it correctly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so, so the fact that you were wondering about whether you did it correctly is another thing that I need to I need to like fix, too. You shouldn't have that question in your mind. You should just know, okay, you got it.
0: As someone who has been working on a clandestine project that revolves around something very related to this, Mm -hmm. UX is really hard. It is very, very difficult to create an actually user-friendly experience for something, especially something that has, like, math behind it, that is supposed to be dictating what's going on. Yes. It is tremendously difficult to make something like that, that even people inclined toward it will find not only intelligible, but useful and not annoying to use. Like, it's
1: just, it's hard. I wasn't ready for that, though, because I wasn't ready for it because it seemed like such a simple thing to do. It's just three pieces of data, habits one through three, and did you get it, did you not get it, or did it not apply for today? That's very simple, or at least it seemed that way to me.
0: Well, it is, but it's still... It's still annoying. Like it's just there's, there's a lot to – there's a reason why there are entire companies that are based around not even doing the programming but doing the designing on these things. And the other problem, of course, that everyone runs into is that if they're not being as cognizant as you are about that, they get to the first point where they go, oh, well, this shouldn't be too hard and then forget they have to do it at all.
1: Too hard for the user? Yeah. Okay. They
0: don't even consider the user-friendliness side of it. Um, I mean, that's, that's sort of the beginning and end of everything about governmental bureaucracy yeah. is that the government, um, up until very recently, because of the UX push from companies like Apple and Google to make your stuff so sticky that you actually use it, I mean, that's the revolution in bureaucracy that maybe the internet has brought more than anything um, other than, of course, it's in terms of communication uh the information the information sweep of making information accessible or even enticing to use and add to um I and mean, that's that's novel have you i everyone here has seen a government forum before oh yeah they've gotten they, almost all of them have gotten considerably better in the last two decades mm-hmm. and it's obvious when the internet has not touched one because it still has all the government <laughs> tags in it it's got triplicated language in it Uh it had it it gives the impression that it was just a spreadsheet that someone printed out
1: yeah, not good.
0: And it's and the thing is, that's perfectly salient and the most simple way for the person who designed it to put it together because well, that's sure. the way that they're interpreting what's going on.
1: Yeah, but they're the only person that knows it that way. Yeah. They know it intimately, so it's okay. But that's not how it should be presented.
0: Yeah, that's the way that it was constructed in their mind and sure. rearranging the variables there to make it intelligible to anybody else is extra work. Mm-hmm. So it has to be – and for the longest time, it wasn't done.
1: And that's what I'm learning right now. I'm learning, okay, I need to make this much friendlier for for the... Well, okay, I don't know that yet. This is just a hypothesis at this point on day two of the whole project. I just, I have a feeling that it'll be better for the user if I can make it easier for them. So that's that's where I'm aiming next. As
0: a user, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Okay, great. Yeah. (laughs) It's... (laughs) You're going you're to want to make this as obvious and dead simple as you can. Sure,
1: sure. I, I think that the user should also have the ability to look at the spreadsheet in the way that it's been set up. They should be able to look at it there, but they should also have the dead simple input part. Do you agree? or, or I mean, what, what do you think about that? I guess
0: that? I'm not sure what you mean. Okay,
1: so, so what I mean is that the whole conception of this is that the user has a log to look at. Of whether they hit their goals for each day or not, so that's the data that I want them to be able to see, um, which is the spreadsheet. But I've also made the place where you need to input the data the spreadsheet, and I think that's the weakness here. I think that the in the fact that the input is the spreadsheet kind of sucks. Um.
0: Oh. Okay. All right, so yeah, you're talking about it, but it sounds like you've already you've already considered that as I, that that's going to have to come into play when you try to make it simpler to add things. Yes, wherever people are adding information is not going to be a Google Sheet at, at the end of this process because a phone phones are not good at editing Google Sheets. You're going to yes. want it to be somewhere
1: else. And and, and we we're, we're taking it as a given that the phone is probably the device that people are going to use to access this thing.
0: Probably. It's yeah. the one that it makes sense to assume. Sure, sure. And, it's, and it's
1: so easy. I mean, it should be the case that if you've got three like radio button responses, you've got to be able to, to use your phone for that.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, definitely. I mean, HTML5 can take care of this sure, by itself. Sure. But that would also require us move away from uh, Squarespace, who's been hosting our websites. Why so, is that? Uh, because actually, no, I guess I guess that's unfair. Squarespace has some stuff related to putting this together. I'm just thinking for having a more bare bones, lower level mm-hmm. approach to it. Uh, we would we would want a website that we can customize fully. Which actually, I, I I I'm being unfair to Squarespace. They have they have methods by which we could do this kind y- of stuff.
1: Yeah, a- actually, I was I was thinking about this. This is one of the ways that I've improved this whole process for myself to make it easier. So so I've added ten people to the tracking page on the website on Squarespace. And at first, every time I was adding it, I was just using the uh, the what you see is what you get editor in Squarespace. The where WYSIWYG? Y- the wi- Yeah, the WYSIWYG editor where you have to like say, okay, this is a heading one. Now you're gonna put some kind of iframe you're gonna have to put some kind of uh, spreadsheet thing in yeah. here. And then blah, blah, blah. I stopped doing that. And I took the whole thing onto my computer. It's just an HTML file. I made a little template for that, and I deleted the whole WYSIWYG part of, of the Squarespace page, and I just put in a code block. So code meaning HTML in this case, yeah. which is not code, but, well, okay, ne- never mind. We're not going to talk about <laughs> that. Um, But anyway, so so I adapted the Squarespace functionality to what I wanted, which was what you were talking about just a moment ago, a more, like, lower-level, bare-bones thing. Yeah. So Spare Squarespace accommodated me in that sense by offering me the code block, and I think that's a little bit of what you were talking about there as well.
0: Yeah. No, it's it, it's not infinitely flexible, but it'll it will certainly do the job sure. in the inner room, and you can make forms and that kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. and that that you don't even have to do a code level thing. There's actually a form at the bottom of the web page that uh, you can a send me bullshit thing. to yeah yeah, yeah. um i don't
1: think that i have access to all that stuff so, so you gave me you gave me some permissions oh i thought i made you an admin
0: whatever uh, we'll i'll sort that out uh, sure we,
1: we can talk about that yeah. a little bit more but but given the stuff that you given the permissions that i had i was like all right let's work with this and then we can improve that later so yep. th- that's been the theme too so yeah that's, <laughs> that's okay
0: steady as she goes yeah sure. um I guess the only the only immediate feedback I have in the way that it's set up right now and for those of you who are for whatever reason still listening to this but don't know what we're talking about which sounds absolutely incredible to me um <laughs> on the website if you if you click on the uh if you click on the little option file manager three bar at the top mm-hmm. of the page uh there'll be a slot called Mlat you can click on that and it'll explain everything that's going on it's got our tracker page on it uh the only the only thing immediate feedback for Corey that I'll say now, so I don't have to remember to say it later, uh, is that everybody's everybody's calendar should be next to each other.
1: Yes. That's one of the things I have on my wish list right now. Um, and that that's, I wholeheartedly yeah, agree. That should be a stack. Yes. Yeah. yeah, good idea. All right.
0: But enough inside baseball. Um, how has your individual tracking been going?
1: Fantastic. Um, so, so D- one day in. I've actually, yes, I, w- we are technically one day into the challenge, but I started this uh, I started this Saturday of last week. So I've been tracking it, and actually, if you go to the web page, you can see, um, secretly for me in my own world, July started for me on like June 26th or something like that. I got an early start to July, Oh, July, negative four, July, negative four. I'm still doing that thing. Yeah. Um, so, so I've been tracking this for a while and we're going up through July positive 30th, which is actual July 30th. Yeah. Um, what am I tracking right now? So I'm tracking two habits every single day. I've got to work for at least three hours <laughs> And I've got to post to my blog on Thursdays. Which which
0: just as a small caveat in case this is the first time you're listening or we're confused during the pitch. Uh, Corey, most people work more than three hours. What the fuck's going on
1: here? No, they don't. So, So they say, it's true that people say, oh, I go to the office and I work eight hours a day. In most cases, people are not actually working for eight hours a day. What I'm talking about is sitting in front of my computer or in some cases maybe in front of a whiteboard or a video camera, and actually working. So I'm talking about (laughs) not just saying that I've been working, but solid work. Okay, I grant that some people are going to the office and actually putting in a lot of hours of actual work per day. But in most cases, when someone says that they go to the office and work eight hours a day, it's not true.
0: Okay. Just making sure that caveat was out of the way. Yes.
1: Um so what am I working on right now? It's got to be what I've defined at the beginning of the day and in most cases actually the day the night before when I plan my day what I've got to work on the next day. What is the most important productivity related task for me on the following day? So that's that's what comprises the 3 hours of work that I'm saying that I've got to do every day. And by the way, I'm allowed to work for more than three hours, (laughs) but three hours is the absolute, like, that's the minimum right now. And why is, why is this, why is this the case? I'm trying to establish the habit of self-directed work right now. Um, Because I no longer have a boss to tell me what to do, I've got to get used to telling myself what to do. And I'm trying to ramp up relatively slowly. So three hours, yes, it's not very ambitious. But if I can hit perfection on that habit, I can look back and say, all right, I've been able to do this for the last month. Let's ramp it up a little bit from there. So the whole goal is to slowly but surely establish the habit of self-directed work. That's why I've got the three-hour-per-day goal right now every single day.
0: Okay. And my goal, which I think I mentioned at the top of this interview, but in case I didn't, I got to make something every day.
1: You did mention that, okay? um, But but it's good to have it. It was twenty minutes
0: ago, so I don't know if I said it or (laughs) not. Sure, sure. It's Um, already faded from memory.
1: So to to make something every day, or to build on something larger, or to build on
0: something bigger, I don't want to necessarily be that frivolous about it. Yeah. Although the frivolity is important Um, when you when you set out to make stuff all the time, which is a pretty much constant obsession of mine. Ah, uh, you get you get trapped in larger projects very easily, mm-hmm. and you forget how much you can do with smaller amounts of materials and time. Sure, um, and it's nice to pull that back in. Yesterday, I had a grand total. Of, by the time I was done with everything I did yesterday, yesterday was my day off. Effectively, I went golfing, which took way too long, <laughs> and we played game, and then I fell comatose for two hours between then and. <laughs> playing uh, some serious board game action.
1: Because you had been sleep deprived due to work the night prior.
0: Yeah, I was working pretty late the night before. But that all aside, uh, I had a grand total after all the day's uh, activities were done. Let's say somewhere around 15 minutes to make something. (laughs) Um, So the thing I made was a very short poem that I'll read at the end of the month instead of now because I don't have the paper with me and I'm not going to go get it okay because I got shit to do later today and I'm not about to uh, waste any more of our time than we
1: have to but the point is that you made it but I did it you did it
0: but I did it it was very short and it's a terrible poem but it's a thing that you can do and it's something I haven't done in a very long time is try to carefully sort words out on a page Mm -hmm. in a spatial fashion as poems allow you to do um and naturally as one would expect given the way that I've been talking and what's been occupying me it's more or less entirely uh a reflection of resolution 28 Mm -hmm. um it's about shoving all of the things that uh, you generally use to drive and define who you are off a cliff and uh being there by yourself um and that's nice and therapeutic and uh it's something i would not have done if i had not had the pressure of needing to get something done in 15 (laughs) minutes i'm looking forward to reading this what it's terrible. Don't look too much forward to it. Okay. I'm gonna I'll, have, a little cooler, less I'll forward. have cooler stuff. The other nice thing about this is that because I started with this tiny little action, um, it's got the nice symbolism of being a point to jump off to do something that's actually worth a shit. Sure. Um, it can only go up from here, basically. <laughs> um, so that's nice in and of itself. Mm-hmm. You don't want to start with
1: the showstopper. Oh, that's true. Um, but, but to move in the right direction is all we're trying to do here.
0: Yeah, just shoving.
1: Mm-hmm. Pushing a little bit.
0: I don't want to dwell on that too much though. Um, yeah, that seems like as comprehensive an update as anyone is willing to tolerate on this. <laughs> um, got uh, the logistics out of the way. Rah, rah, everybody get to it. Uh, there still is technically time to sign up, but there's only like two slots left. So if you're going to do that.
1: That's right. So So if you want to get on board and you actually want to improve yourself, it's a new month right now and we've got Two more slots on this team, and the deadline is July 5th. So you should go sign up. Go to Machination Log, click at the top of the page, and then find MLAT, and that's where you can sign up.
0: Sick. Um, I'm going to cut this off now so that I can go do all the things I'm supposed to do today. Perfect. Corey, thanks for being part of the Machination
1: Log. That's it. Good morning.